welcome to another episode of Appalachian Shine. It's the official podcast for the Foundation for Appalachian Advancement. I'm JC, back with you again for another episode. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, We are probably on episode 21, 22, 23, somewhere along there. So uh, we're kind of keeping the show going for a while. Thanks everybody for uh, continuing to stay with us. And thanks to my pals, uh, the band Blues Hammer. Virginia Beach for giving us some uh, bumper music to use for the show. Certainly appreciate that. Hey, today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, road trips through eastern Kentucky. Um, As many of you know, I used to actually live in Cincinnati. I grew up here in southwest Virginia. But I had moved to Cincinnati uh, early 2000. And uh, my first time going there, of course, I had to drive uh, across Mountain Parkway. So uh, leaving from the southwestern part of Virginia here in Tazewell County, I would have to drive through uh, over to Wise County and Norton and then uh, cross into Jenkins, Kentucky and Letcher County, go through Pikeville until eventually I would get on Mountain Parkway at Salyersville, Kentucky. And uh, I'd driven that road for every bit of 20 years now. Uh, back and forth and I still get back and forth to Cincinnati and I uh, visiting friends and I'm back and forth uh, to Frankfurt quite a bit uh, as well so I get the opportunity to drive through some of the most beautiful parts of our country here in the uh, eastern Kentucky region of Appalachia and uh, one of the things over the years it's always been kind of nice is that no matter where I stop whether it's Prestonsburg or Salyersville Jenkins, Kentucky, or or uh, Campton, or anywhere along the Parkway, uh, the people there are just some of the friendliest, nicest people. Now, I've never had got an opportunity to spend a lot of time there, but the times that I've been through there and the people I've met have just been, you know, salt of the earth, um, just just amazing, you know, friendly um, people. You know, that certainly fits that, you know, it's the stereotype of you know the of uh, Southern hospitality and Appalachian hospitality, I like to call it. Um, so every time I've been through there, it's certainly been a pleasure. Um, and there's no better place to drive. Uh, well, a few places, but there's, but you know, one of the best places to drive through Appalachia, especially in the fall when the leaves are changing is across mountain parkway. So mountain parkway is kind of one of these things where, you know, places where I drive and, you know, it, Many of you may know I'm also a writer and you know, I kind of have a little bit of an artistic side to me, but there's no better place to drive and get your just clear head, get your thoughts and maybe have ideas about uh, things that we might want to do for the foundation, places that we could highlight and promote, um, book ideas, uh, ideas for different articles I may want to write about Appalachia on LinkedIn or on our website or a newsletter. So... Uh, I, you know, I started to think, you know, I've been driving this road for 20 years and talking to people across this highway for 20 years. What exactly is the history of, uh, of Mountain Parkway? And for people who probably, you know, grew up there, maybe they know a lot more about the history of it than myself. But um, it was actually, it's called the Burt T. Combs Mountain Parkway. And it stretches... Probably by the time you pick up the parkway there in Salyersville, it stretches for more than 75 miles uh, 
from Appalachia into central Kentucky. And before you get on the pickup interstate 64 where, where the parkway ends. And so, you know, it leads you through this, you know, this whole mountainous Appalachian region of eastern Kentucky, which is just a beautiful drive, great people. But for the longest time as I would drive this road, Mountain Parkway, for the most part, the bulk of it was a two-lane road until I got, you know, closer to, to Slade where it would actually turn into a four-lane. And I guess they had been planning to make it, the whole thing a four-lane highway for a long time. So it was a long time in the making before they finally did it. And they're actually doing tons of road work on it now. And in most of it now is four-lane, thankfully. Uh, except for the areas now where you're going and getting a lot of a lot of road work. So it certainly speeds up your trip across eastern Kentucky, even though I never really minded the drive very much. <coughs> especially <coughs> excuse me, especially in the fall. Um, now, one thing people don't know about me is I'm colorblind. So I'm um, red-green colorblind, not all the way colorblind. So a lot of the colors I don't see, everything looks kind of bland to me until fall. And then I can start to see colors that I normally don't see uh, in anything else. Okay, so um, kind, of, kind of things light up for me for a couple of weeks in the fall, which is really exciting. So um, that's why it's September 15th and I'm, I'm talking about this is because I'm looking forward to another drive across the parkway again soon. I've probably made that trip four or five times in the last couple, three months, probably. Um, but I'm looking forward to doing it again in the fall so I can experience the colors and stop and take pictures and, and hopefully, you know, stop and maybe meet a few new people along the way. Um, but the parkway, you know, has been one of those, one of these roads. It's always been such a pleasurable drive for me, but I didn't know who Bert T. Combs was, but it turns out it was, you know, a governor um, from back then. Uh, the creation of the Mountain Parkway was a significant milestone for Kentucky's transportation system. It opened in uh, 1963 as one of the state's first toll roads, uh, and that created a lot of high-speed routes beyond the interstate highway system, and that it began to expand during that era. And uh, I think drivers paid kept paying tolls on that road until the mid-'80s, uh, now the ground for the for the parkway was actually broken in 1960, and that's when uh, Governor Burt Combs, uh, Lieutenant Governor Wilson Wyatt, and the Highway Commissioner at the time, which I looked up, his name was Henry Ward. They you know turned the first shovels of dirt at that time. Uh, so the the parkway was dedicated on November 1963, and um, Burt Combs, the governor, was the leading advocate for its creation. He called this parkway an age-old dream of Kentucky's mountain people, and named it as his proudest accomplishment as governor. So now the parkway uh, begins its four-lane road that stretches for about 46 miles from Interstate 64 at Winchester, which is just outside of the Appalachian region, according to you know, the AR Appalachian Regional Commission map. Um, so it stretches from 46 miles down to Campton, and we're, we're at that point, it, it was like two to three lanes. But like I said, now everything's kind of expanded. The only thing different now is that uh, before you get to Slade, uh, Kentucky, you have to um, exit off now because they're, I guess they're still continuing road work, even though it's four lane. So there's a detour you have to take. And I'd never exited off the parkway at this particular area, but 
Um, what a beautiful little detour it is, a little windy road. Um, and <clears throat> there's actually a covered bridge along the way that you can take a, a scenic drive. But unfortunately, that was that was closed off last time, too, because of bridge work that they were doing. Um, so anyway, that's a little bit of the history of Mountain Parkway. But it goes through several counties. Um, as you get into Salyersville, I think they call it, what do they call it, Restaurant Row? There's quite a few restaurants before you get on onto the parkway. But it goes uh, through McGoffin County um, and Morgan County. I think Wolf County as well. Uh, now, Slade, Kentucky is one of the places that I always stop. Because, well, there's a rest area. <laughs> Sometimes you need to. But there's also a gas station. It's a good place to stop, stretch your legs on the way. But the interesting thing about stopping on the parkway, and I'll, and we'll maybe talk a little bit more in some future episodes about um, tourist things to do along the mountain parkway. But one of the places that like, I always love to stop is Slade, Kentucky. And um, Slade, actually, what they love... Um, Another thing I'll mention is like my, the first book I ever wrote was a, a horror novel. And I only intended on write, writing one novel, but it turned out to be a four-part series. And I couldn't think of the name of my bad guy in this book. Um, but I kept stopping at Slade, and I thought, you know, it's, why not call my, my character Slade? You know, even though it kind of sounds like the uh, 70s and 80s British rock band, but that's beside the point. But the thing about Slade, it's located really right in, in what I call, you know, just this area that's the heart of Appalachia, you know, eastern Kentucky, southwest Virginia, southern West Virginia, and eastern Tennessee. But right there in Kentucky, um, in Slade, uh, there's the Red River Gorge geological area. And when I lived in Cincinnati, I kept hearing people talk about going down to Red River Gorge. Well, I'd never been. And I didn't know exactly at the time where it was at until I, you know, stopped in Slade a handful of times and realized, wait a minute, this is this is where it's at. <clears throat> so, um, but if you get an opportunity, if you, you know, if you have a day trip or some time out, you know, stop in Slade for a night or two. It's very much well worth it because you have the Red River Gorge, um, you have this network of these sandstone cliffs, rock arches, amphitheaters. Um, you can hike to these waterfalls and, and big giant sandstone arches, walk along the ridges of those, look down into the valleys, and, you know, just across eastern Kentucky. It's really a great place for anybody that wants to kind of find some outdoor adventure, take your family, rent a cabin, or get a hotel there, uh, spend some time close to nature, kind of that place where you can kind of lose yourself and find yourself in a way. And uh, there's all kinds of things to do there. It's... Um, you have the uh, Red River, where you can do uh, paddle boating, kayaking, fishing. Uh, there's actually um, a place, I'm trying to think of the name of it, Red, Red River Adventure. I think when you exit off there at Slade, uh, there's a sign there for Red River Adventure uh, that you can contact. And they'll actually take you down a, about an eight-mile lower section of the river and arrange a shuttle pickup if you have your own kayak. So... <laughs> Take your fishing rod. If you're going, um, I've never fished there and I love to fish, but I hear that the river's full of bass. And uh, that would be kind of be awesome for me to be just to be able to stop and fish there. Um, but there's also uh, the Natural Bridge State Resort Park. And you can go there and fish as well at Mill Creek Lake. Um, 
So that's that's another big thing there too. Um, like I mentioned before, there's a lot of hiking, so a lot of outdoors folks will go there. There's a place there called the uh, Sheltawe Trace National Recreation Trail, and you can uh, trek that all the way up to, uh, I guess for a place, I guess for better scenery, they say it's a place called Gray's Arch Loop. Um, for more scenery, I guess, up there. Uh, of course, the Red River Gorge, uh, you can uh, hike a, a four-mile trail called the Oxier Ridge Trail. I jotted this down. Um, we'll go along the the ridge itself, um, and you'll be, be able to see a lot of the mountains below. And uh, there's a place called Courthouse Rock and Haystack Rock. that uh, They're just giant monoliths that come up out of the forest. So... Um, definitely a good, good place to stop, um, if you're on the parkway. So, you know, if you're looking for a vacation or maybe just a long weekend, something to do here in central Appalachia, that's, you know, within a day's drive, gives you plenty of time to get in, stretch your legs, uh, stop, grab a coffee at the Daniel Boone coffee shop. I remember that one. And, um, you know, enjoy some enjoy some things there in Slade. Now, another place that's right there off of that exit in Slade, believe it or not, is uh, the Kentucky Reptile Zoo. And <clears throat> this is kind of fascinating to me. Um, I'm, I'm uh, one to watch things like uh, National Geographic a lot. And I remember watching a, um, a show about a guy who was, a, uh, I guess, a former cop. Former police officer, either out of Lexington or Louisville, one, one of the one of the two, and uh, just had a fascination with snakes, very dangerous snakes, mind you. The guy played around with cobras and black mambas and and uh, whatever else you can find. But anyway, he set up a Kentucky Reptile Zoo, and one of the thing things that they did there was um, it was a very important zoo because they used all the snakes there to help make antivenom. So that's that's you know kind of one of the most important things they do there. Uh, but it's located on uh, at 200 L&E Railroad. I'm on their website now. It's kyreptilezoo.org. If you're not too afraid of snakes, um, like me, <laughs> then this would be an awesome place to stop and actually just uh, just walk around and tour a little bit, this reptile zoo, because uh, this has been featured, like I said, on National Geographic and Travel Channel and quite a, quite a few other places. Um, according to this on their website, uh, starting September 1st, they're now open Wednesday through Sunday, 11 to 6. And uh, they're going to be open. I see they were open on Labor Day. But um, they do have some restrictions because of COVID. And that's on the main page on their website. So if you're planning a trip through there and you actually want to go to the, the uh, Reptile Zoo, uh, definitely uh, check out their website, uh, kyreptilezoo.org, or you can... Uh, I guess check out their website and call ahead and see what you need to do. But anyway, this drive I've been making for 20 years, you know, it took me a while to figure out what some of the scenic things were, uh, touristic type things to do along the way. And, you know, they, they do get a good draw from people from uh, Southern Ohio and, uh, and Eastern Ohio down into the River Gorge. And the fact that you got that reptile zoo there now. And uh, anyway, love that drive across the parkway. Uh, this fall, if you're in southwest Virginia, eastern Kentucky, or part of West Virginia, take that drive over there. Enjoy the parkway. Stop off on some of the little towns. Um, like I said, some of the friendliest people you'll ever meet. And I'm looking forward to my next trip up onto the parkway. And uh, hopefully I'll take some, uh, be able to take some pictures 
traffic's not too bad. I can stop and take a few. Um, one of the things that I've noticed is a lot of old abandoned barns that you see on the side of the on the road these days. Um, every one of these places have a story, and these towns remind me of you know in a way like Mayberry driving through. You know, they all have their own history. They all have their own their own culture and beauty and uh, amazing people. So stop by if you're driving uh, through the parkway on Eastern Kentucky. Just get to know those folks. Get to know the places. It's a good time, hopefully, and uh, we appreciate you tuning in to another episode of Appalachian Shine. I'll get some pictures up on our Facebook page. It's support uh, facebook.com forward slash support Appalachia, or you can visit us online at supportappalachia.org, and uh, I will definitely get some photos up on our Facebook page next time I go across the mountain, which may be a couple of weeks from now, um, but we're always trying to add some things onto our Facebook page anyway, so... Uh, in this time of, um, I guess, the pandemic and life is slow, it's a good time to get out into nature, especially as the weather's cooling off. we got fall coming and uh, some beautiful, beautiful scenery here in these mountains. Get out and enjoy it. And if you have some photos and you're listening from Eastern Kentucky and you have some photos over there you want to share with us, uh, uh, drop us an email at info at supportappalachia.org or uh, share it with us on our Facebook page. Hey, thanks again, everyone, and we'll be back with another episode of Appalachian Shine pretty soon. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you down the road.